Hello, hi, how are you? I'm Robin James, and you're listening to Self Isolation, the podcast, going it alone together. Now, I'm going to level with you. I had a bit of a moment last week. You know, I got up, I felt a bit like, I felt a bit grey. I was a bit like, how long is this going to go on for? I'm running out of wine, I'm running out of coffee. I'm just really by myself. And then I had a podcast interview with Fleur DeForest. Now, this really reminded me that although it might feel like you're by yourself, your own four walls around you, we're actually all in this together. And we've all got sort of different coping mechanisms. We all do things to take our mind off it, but we are in it together. So this one is a Fleur de Force. She is one of the OGs of YouTube. She's also got a blog, uh, Instagram, oh, and a two-year-old daughter called River, who is literally one of the cutest things going. So sit back, get comfy. Here's Fleur de Force in self-isolation, the podcast. Fleur, welcome to Self-Isolation. Oh, thanks for having me. And now my coffee machine is making a noise. Do not apologise. We all need to have coffee in our lives. <laughs> so, Fleur, you have a gorgeous home. We see bits and bobs of it on Instagram and on, um, on YouTube. But where in the world, if you could pick anywhere, this could be like a place, a hotel, uh, your home, where would you want to self-isolate? To be honest... It's got to be at home, hasn't it? Because you've got all of your home comforts, all of your things, all of your animals. Um, But I feel like that's kind of a boring answer. And I feel like that's probably what everyone says. (laughs) Um, I mean, a beach in... I've never been there, but the Maldives would be fantastic with some really good books and Mike. I like that. I think I would take a a chilled out beach instead of just being stuck inside the whole time. Yeah, we are so lucky because we live out of London and we've got a nice garden and fields that we can just kind of walk out and there's nobody there. Um, and I've never felt more thankful. I feel like I've spent the last probably 15 years of my life justifying why I don't live in London to most people, especially in our industry, because living in London is so much easier. Um, and the amount of times I spend on trains and whatever, traveling around, getting to places. But now... I'm thankful that I didn't move to London. Um, yeah, it was about the only time. <laughs> I think uh, you you have the right idea. And I saw that you've been sort of exercising in the house and you've been doing all your cooking and you're with your gorgeous family. And um, you have um, a young daughter, River, and she gets up super early. But what is your, um, do you have like a special morning brew that you have? Morning brew? Yeah. <laughs> a str- <laughs> coffee that you can make um mike and i I, i've always drunk coffee in the mornings for years and years and years and years mike only started drinking coffee when we had river because of the early mornings um but now we both have a flat white every single morning with oat milk um and yeah it's whoever gets downstairs first makes the coffee and then we make river's breakfast it's like the number one (laughs) The number one priority is coffee in the morning. I mean, I, I don't have any children that I know of. And um, I uh, very much am shotting coffee in the morning to give myself that boost before I'm exercising or, or doing whatever. So the fact that you have a small being to look after, um, I can see that coffee would be quite a help there. Yeah, and she is hard work at the moment as well. She's just turned two and I feel like 
it's the hardest it's, in a way is the most rewarding age and it's so fun because she's hilarious and she comes up with all kinds of stuff but at the same time it's also really hard work the tantrums oh my god it's unbelievable absolutely unbelievable what does she have tantrums about and how do you deal with them um she usually has tantrums if you give her food she doesn't like she'll throw it across the room or on the floor um if she has say like a sweet or a cookie or something and you don't let her have the whole pack huge tantrum that lasts like an hour um specifically bad at because she has the she has like the gummy vitamins which you're not supposed to have until they're three because they're a choke hazard but she's pretty good at chewing so she's she has them (laughs) um oh oh god i'm gonna get the parenting guilt now um but yeah so if you only let her have one of those which we obviously do because they're vitamins she wants the the whole box the whole box not happening i like that um definitely takes after you she knows what she wants doesn't she i mean Mike says, literally said this to me this morning when she was throwing down because she wanted to jump on the bed long, longer and we all wanted to go downstairs and get breakfast. She literally like started throwing down and I was like, oh my God, she's just ridiculous. And Mike was like, uh, did you expect anything else from her? I was like, to be fair, she's kind of like me, really. <laughs> Without, I don't have the tantrums, but like you say, I know what I want. <laughs> I've seen you get your own way before, so uh, that's good. A girl that knows what she wants. (laughs) So when you're, um, when River's off to bed and you get some adult time, as my mum used to always say, she would say, right, kids off to bed, it's not adult time. Is there anything that you're reading or watching? Like what's your sort of self-isolation sort of moment of chilling? Um, For me, it's cooking. So I love it's kind of a ritual that Mike and I have and we did have before because once you have a kid, you don't go out so much anyway. So, I mean, everyone's like, Oh, we're in every night. I'm like, we were in every night anyway. Um, but one of us will put her to bed and the other one will cook. So like, that's the chill time. Like if it's my time, if it's my turn to cook, come downstairs, get some music on cook, and then we'll sit and eat together and then probably watch a movie. I wish I could say we read a lot, but I really don't like, I'm so bad at reading. I just don't make the time to do it. Um, but yeah, watching films, films rather than series as well, because Mike made a really good point. Um, a couple of days ago, he was like, I don't really want to watch series because they don't give you the feel good factor or most of them don't that films do. You know, when you have this, you know, beginning, middle of an end of a story in one sitting, it has that real, like, you know, it feels like a complete evening. Whereas when you get into that, like, kind of addictive level of watching a series, you're kind of, I don't know, it doesn't have the same kind of sense of the evening is finished. You know what I mean? You're like, can we just watch another one? Oh, watch another one. How many can we watch till we fall asleep on the sofa? And it's not, it's not that relaxing. Yeah. So yeah, movies. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I get that. There's been a few evenings where I've been watching a series and then suddenly I'm passed out on the sofa. Is has has there been like a good film that you'd recommend recently for us to watch? You know what? The other night we rewatched um, About Time, which I hadn't seen in years, and I loved it when I first watched it. But I've forgotten how hilarious it is. It's so funny um, and just really feel good. I'm actually in the process of putting a list together of films to watch in isolation that are like feel good but funny and also kind of transport you to somewhere else and make you forget about what's going on um but yeah about time was my favorite one that we've watched this week uh we also watched invisible man which i mean <laughs> it's not 
probably not the best thing to watch. Um, and I, I was a bit disappointed with that. Have you seen it yet? I've not seen it, but I saw that a few sort of places have done sort of early releases. So it was on my list. But if you're saying it's not the best to watch, then I might swerve it. Um, you know what? I liked it. Was it kept me interested, but something about it just didn't feel very high production. Um, and it's, it's Elizabeth Mo- Elizabeth. Moss is the main girl in it, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Um, and sh- her performance is good, but the actual film itself just feels quite low budget. I don't know. I just, and I didn't think it was fantastic. And all of, I love that they're doing early releases of the cinema, um, like Rota at the moment, but the ones that I want to see aren't coming out. So I really wanted to watch Quiet Place 2. And that has, that's not coming out until after. James Bond not coming out until after. So. Yeah, there's a few things I really want to see, but I, I totally agree in the pick those things which have got a feel-good moment or that can transport us to a different world, away from this at the moment. Um, when you're not, I mean, this question, I feel like I know the answer because you are so busy. Um, have you sort of rediscovered any hobbies or passions at the moment? Baking. Totally rediscovered baking. I've always loved cooking. But for me, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I think baking and cooking are completely different things. Um, Baking is a lot more precise. You have to be a bit patient with it, things like that, which I am not, I'm the most impatient person ever. Um, And I've always loved cooking, but I love cooking in the sense of, I like to throw things in, you know, see what's in the fridge, chop a load of stuff up, throw it all in the same pan. Like I love doing like big stir fries and, you know, big kind of, one tin roasting dinners things like that baking I've never loved before and I've kind of gone through phases with it but I've been baking like everyone my own bread if soon when I run out of flour I'm not going to be because you can't buy flour but um I still got some and I've kind of completely fallen in love with that again which is nice um and you know what else is really nice is actually having a routine I don't know about you but obviously we do the kind of similar jobs and I've never had a routine before um in terms of like my work kind of like work-life balance because I've worked from home for 10 years I haven't ever got into that um but it's always every day is different I've never got into that like proper routine of like getting up do it like you know and because we've got River now she's so set in her routine and because we're both home as soon as we found out that Mike was going to have to be home kind of indefinitely as well, we were like, right, we need to set up our routine of, and even if it's not, you know, exactly the same, it's like, I'm going to work out this time. Like we get up, we all have our breakfast together. Then one of us will have river in the morning then we'll swap over. And it's just, it's so nice. And it really calms you, even though there's a lot of other things in life at the moment that are very stressful and, you know, um, anxiety inducing. I feel like having a routine is a really calming element and something that I've never really had for an extended period of time before. I, I think it definitely helps. I'm like a creature of habit. So I'm very much get up, go for a run. Then I suppose I don't so much work from home at the moment I am, but I would go to the office. So I, uh, yeah, I couldn't recommend more sort of getting into routine that's sort of like I suppose your your day-to-day routine but do you have any sort of self-care routines anything in 
like having a great bath or using certain products or having a facial? Is there anything that you think that is me looking after me? You know what? I, I'm not the best at self-care in general, but having more time at home has definitely helped me kind of take time to do that a little bit more. Definitely on a skincare front. My skin has never been happier because if I'm not filming something, I don't have makeup on. Um, and I am slathering on every single kind of product, every mask. I did a multi-masking session yesterday and looked like an actual insane person. Um, and it was brilliant. So skincare wise, yes. Baths, not so much. I'd say, yeah, like I've had a couple. I love baths. I used to have them all the time. But since uh, I had a little girl, there's toys um there's like whale a whale thing attached to my bath head there's a non-slip mat stuck you know it's just my bath is not as chilled a place as it used to be um so yeah mostly skincare are you doing any like uh, exercise before we start recording i heard you chatting to mike about who was going to exercise at what point yes obsessed we're actually super lucky we have a peloton um which i'm not gonna lie i gave mike some shit when he bought that because it's really expensive and I he wanted it for Christmas and I was like no way I'm not buying you that's way too expensive and he was like okay well I'm gonna buy it for myself then so at the time it was a bit of an argument but actually I'm so thankful now because I I've been on it I'd say I'm on it six days a week at the moment um it's for the last three weeks I've been doing that and it's just so brilliant for headspace um and Mike's actually Mike before all of this happened, he was actually on the Peloton every day. So like when he was working, he would get up early and do that. Whereas now he actually goes out on the bike because I think for him, he has that need to kind of leave and come back. Whereas I don't mind too much. I'm, I'm, I'm good in the gym and that's my space. And, you know, I'm fine with that. And obviously we go outside with River to the swings. So um, that's like my outside time. But Mike's like obsessed with cycling so he'll take the bike out and go for a, a long cycle see how long he can get away with sometimes like two hours he comes back and I'm like really how far have you been it's like 30 miles <laughs> which I don't know is there a limit to the uh, to the distance that you can cycle because you go so far on a bike right they're like one one form of exercise a day I'm like what if he's out all day long I suppose if he's not stopping and he's continually going then still exercise isn't it around the country and back again just just don't stop i mean I, I might do that maybe tomorrow just get myself out and have the world's longest run um just to get myself a bit of headspace you obviously give lots of advice about sort of beauty and you're doing more about home i saw you had like your, your thermomix and you've got everything going on do you have any like top tips to um stay positive during this time for anyone you know what i think the one thing keeping me really positive is keeping in touch with people. And I know, I'm, I'm guessing for most people, the best thing to come out of all of this is that it's actually making us closer to all of our friends. And I know, I know for one, I'm speaking to my best friends who I'd probably speak to like once or twice a week on like WhatsApp groups, things like that every single day. So like all of my WhatsApp groups will be messaging each other every day, checking in, how is everybody sending funny things? I think feel like that is the most positive kind of element of my life at the moment. If I'm ever feeling low, like that really helps. Um, I don't know. You know what? It's, it's difficult with 
a little one around because I don't think some you don't get as much time to kind of do things for you. <laughs> so um, in a way, it it makes it harder because you kind of and when everyone's like, oh, you know, like got like we've got this time, let's do X Y Z with the time. It's like I've constantly got something attached to me, except for in between the hours of three and five, which is now. Um, but also it helps you completely kind of forget about it in a way as well, because she's so oblivious. She has no idea what's going on. Um, she's actually really positive as well. Um, and I think for me, that's kind of key, you know, that keeps you smiling, keeps you laughing. She makes us laugh every day in terms of tips. Yeah. You can't really like magic up a toddler into your life. <laughs> can you? Um, yeah, <laughs> be more toddler. I think that's something I put on my Instagram the other day actually as well be more toddler in the way that you think and it's actually observing river during this time makes you realize like take a look at the small things and realize like what's important in life and I feel like you know just like it, it's renewing all of our friendships and how often we're in touch with each other I feel like at the same time it's making everybody appreciate how awesome life is um, and how lucky we are in where we live and what we have technology is fantastic um, so yeah i feel like just appreciate the small things as well is that rubbish i feel like that's a rubbish answer that was great you know we we had a bit of a delay there i was kind of thinking about it i like the be more toddler because um i was actually thinking about it i saw a sort of young family walking past the house on their one moment of exercise and i did think you know being a child is just so lovely in that you're so oblivious to everything that's going on and it's just your world and when you're next going to eat or play so um having that around you constantly must be such a nice reminder to kind of the bigger picture yeah and i think you know what for obviously it's a different situation for some families but for most kids this is actually kind of a young kids that don't understand what's going on it's actually a really nice time like river is ecstatic that her dad is home every single day because normally mike leaves the house at seven gets back sometimes just before she goes to bed but a lot of the time when she's in bed so in the week, she doesn't see him a lot. Um, so she thinks it's brilliant. We're both around all the time. Obviously, purely for her entertainment, she thinks. So she's loving it. Finding the positives, I think, is, is a great thing of having more family time, connecting with people more, chatting to your friends, not just on a quick WhatsApp group. I think uh, in a time like this, to, to try and find a positive is so important. Yeah, yeah and FaceTime is is just amazing as well like I feel like a lot of people who I wouldn't normally FaceTime I've ended up FaceTime you know what I mean like friends that you'd normally text you end up FaceTiming because it's becoming a bit more um normal and like every day you're like yeah let's let's do a house party or whatever and that's cool it's good yeah well Fleur thank you very much we just whizzed the self-isolation six um, I'm also conscious <laughs> this is your your mid-afternoon adult time, so I'm sure you're wanting to um, have some downtime before River's up again. My work. Your work time, okay. <laughs> I know that you're trying to organise a, a charity sale at the moment, so if, if anyone's listening um, that wants to check out Fleur's charity sale, then I will link it all below in the description um, and the show notes, and also all your social, Fleur, so people can come and see what you're up to. Yeah, please do please do yeah organizing this charity sale has been whew, harder work than i anticipated <laughs> okay, well thanks very much flair thanks
speak to you soon. So there you go. Blur Divorce and Self-Isolation, the podcast. I literally, I'm going to go into like toddler mode now, try and switch off from life for a bit. Maybe put my coffee into some sort of sippy cup. You never know what you can do. But I think that's sort of like a great ethos there to just appreciate what we've got, have a bit of fun when you can, and just chill out. But thank you very much for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed this one. And please do give it a five. That's five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you've not yet subscribed across whatever podcast service you're using, please do subscribe to it. So it just means you're going to get the podcast delivered directly to you and you're not going to miss out. But thank you again. And I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you.